Currently, most of us are feeling like we are at a point in our lives where planning or even hoping for a better tomorrow is a very illogical thing to do considering the uncertainty around us. It feels as if we have been stripped to bare minimums in every area of life. For human beings, lack of control over life happenings is a very scary thing, whether we admit it or not. And currently that is very amplified. The fear of the unknown can easily cloud one's judgment to an extent of making very dangerous decisions or acting very irrationally. It matters what you believe at such a time as this. And yes, you can't believe in anything unless you have knowledge of it in the first place. So let me ask you, what is your solid ground right now? In this current situation facing humanity, what are you standing on? Where is your hope coming from? I ask you again, what is your solid ground. The human mind is one of the valuable gifts we have been given by God and it can alter our lives and that of those around us in a very huge way whenever we allow it to. The mind cannot fully function as expected if the raw material required is not given. In this case, information. The raw material is information. Now follow me as we delve deeper into this. It is good to note that the information you keep feeding your mind will eventually give birth to actions, thoughts, emotions, and many other things. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 23 verse 7 in part, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. A large percentage of who you are, are as a result of your thoughts. The thoughts you choose to encourage will fuel your action, your attitude, your emotions, and many other things. They will largely affect you. Your thoughts will largely affect you. If you choose to fuel or encourage hope-filled thoughts, based on hope-generating information that you receive, then for you, a way forward is created. What you can be able to envision is already half achieved. The remaining bit is how to get to that picture in your mind. In this session, we will mainly look at generating that image. Let me ask you, from where you are now, what is the way forward? Do you see yourself progressing to a new environment? Do you see yourself in a future that is enviable? Well, if all you can see right now is doom, there is need to clear up your information store. That is your mind. And stock it afresh with hope-building material and the capacity to generate an image of a future you would gladly want to get to. Picture this. Your mind is like a garden. Hmm. Your mind is like a garden. 
and whether it is patiently cultivated or left to run wild, it will definitely yield something. If patiently and deliberately cultivated, it will yield fruit of the seed that has been planted. On the other hand, if left to run wild, you can imagine what will happen to it. It will be weeds galore on that garden. Dr. Caroline Leaf says in her book titled, Switch on Your Brain, I quote, As we think, we change the physical nature of our brain. As we consciously direct our thinking, we can wire out toxic patterns of thinking and replace them with healthy thoughts. Wow. Pause and think about that for a while. You're able to change the physical nature of your brain because when you consciously direct your thinking, you can wire out toxic patterns and replace them with healthy thoughts. I believe it is something to think about and to give a try. Your brain helps you process information that your mind uses. Well, the mind and the brain are two different things and we have an episode that delves deeper into this subject. You can check it out later. So, according to Dr. Leaf, the conscious effort of directing your thoughts in the right direction helps you wire out toxic patterns of thinking and replace them with healthy thoughts. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, I read the King James Version. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Let's look at two words here. The first is conforming. The second is transformed. What does conforming mean? Conforming means becoming like something or someone. It also means to be similar in form or type. It also means to agree with or to comply with. Transformed on the other hand means to make a marked change in the form, nature or appearance of a thing or someone. It can also mean metamorphosis. Do you remember the egg lover pupa adult story that we learned in primary school? Yes, that metamorphosis. It can also mean to alter or to reorder. If we choose to remain conformed, then we stand a very high chance of not progressing towards any meaningful achievement. You know, a conformist blends in agrees with their environment and hence is prone to all that happens to everyone else in that environment. While on the other hand, a non-conformist creates his or her own environment. Remember the butterfly. A non-conformist is one who creates their own environment. An environment that they will flourish in 
A chameleon is an example of a conformist. It blends in or becomes similar in type with its environment. You might call that a survival technique, but look at it from a human perspective. When you conform, you're actually putting yourself at the mercy of the environment that you've chosen to align with. Because whatever will happen in that environment or to the people around you will definitely happen to you because you've chosen to be part of them or part of it. Transformation, on the other hand, is a deliberate effort. Remember when we were talking earlier about cultivating a garden instead of allowing it to run wild with weeds? Transformation is a deliberate effort. Conformists are a group of people who will fear causing any ripple in the water, lest the change affects them adversely. This self-preservation mentality is what attracts them to the thought of blending in, aligning themselves to the environment, even when it is not wise to do so. The Bible tells us that we are in this world, but are not of this world. When things seem to be overwhelming all around you, what you have stored up in your mind is what will be used as raw material to produce your thoughts, your actions, your emotions, your attitudes that will help you deal with that overwhelming situation. One of the easiest way to accumulate junk in one's mind is by associating with people who speak junk. Don't get me wrong. Any word spoken against God's word is what I'm calling junk. If the people you hang around or the places you find yourself are always amplifying information on your doom and destruction, do you think it will be easy for you to generate thoughts that will help lift you above this kind of junk? No way. Soon, you will begin to believe what you hear and speak what you believe. I don't want to get into the topic of the effects of your words on you and your surrounding, but yes, your words do have a significant effect. So if you choose to be a conformist, you are relinquishing control over your destiny to the foundation laid by the junk you have surrounded yourself with. And obviously, like the garden that is left unattended, the results will be weeds galore. We are admonished in the Bible to pursue transformation by the renewing of our minds. Therein lies the answer, the renewing of our minds. If our minds are not renewed, then we should forget any form of transformation. I'll say that again. If our minds are not renewed, then we should forget any form of transformation. Now, renewed means giving fresh life or strength to something. 
for you to be able to build the capacity to chart a way forward, the mind has to be renewed, consciously cultivated. It takes a conscious effort to renew your mind. I cannot stress this enough. It takes a conscious effort to renew your mind. What this means is, in exchange of the junk you have been receiving as information, you instead purpose to choose the kind of information that gets to you and by extension, the kind of people you relate with or the kind of environment you interact with. Order is not wished. It is put in place. You cannot wish to have order. You have to put it in place. Start putting measures in regards to the information that is allowed into your mind. Give fresh life or strength to your mind by consciously cultivating it. That is what renewing is. Giving it fresh life and strength. What better source is there for this kind of transforming information than the Bible? Remember, the future is created today by what we can imagine or envision. Imagine comes from the word image, creating a picture in your mind. Now, an image cannot be formed in our minds unless we have a clue of what we want to see in our future. What we keep feeding our mind draws out the picture of our future for us. The only sure way to draw a picture based on concrete information is to look at scripture. The scripture contains a picture of your future. The scripture contains a picture of your future. To chart the path to your future, you need God's word. Psalms 119 verse 105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The Bible contains tried and tested information. It contains tried and tested material for you to use to build your future in times of uncertainty. You might be asking, well, where do I start? There is so much to read in the Bible. Where do I start? Well, the Good News Translation in Philippians 4, 8 gives us a starting point. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Let's read. In conclusion, my friends, fill your minds with those things that are good and that deserve praise, things that are true, noble, right, pure, lovely, and honorable. From the above scripture, we see the things that are recommended for us to think about. Is fear, worry, and anxiety part of them? Obviously no. Does working on your God-ordained purpose with diligence and integrity fall under the listed category? Yes. You might say, hey, those things aren't listed there. But look again. Without going too deep, 
working on your God-ordained purpose diligently is a right thing to do and it deserves praise. You can't compare it with wallowing in self-pity or wasting the years God has given you in living a life of trial and error. Remember we said, your thoughts will largely determine your actions. So how about you list the things you could do and see if any of it falls in or out of the listed category. The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 23, I read from the NIV version. Let us hold unswaveringly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. The God who created us and packaged a destiny in us has the ability to make it manifest. He is a faithful God and God categorically says in Jeremiah 29:11 that his thoughts for us are to give us a hope and a future. Well, the scripture we've just read told us that he who promised is faithful. God is not backing out on his promises concerning us. He is not changing his mind. No, God is faithful. Well, if we are assured of his part, we should then work on our part. We should work on our mind. Let me ask you, do you see the hope-filled future that God is talking about? Do you believe in the immutability of his word? God's word doesn't change. It is immutable. It remains forever. If your answer to the questions I've just asked is yes, then you are on the right track. Now begin to search out scripture that will give you hope or renew your faith in God. These and others will help you build a mental picture of all the possibilities your future could hold because you will have established that based on the fact that the Bible was inspired by the one who holds the future, God himself. To start you off, I have listed a few scriptures that could be of help. But remember, this is a personal journey and you need to sit down with the scriptures, with your Bible and search out what you need the raw materials that you need to create a picture of the future that you want to walk into. I hope you have a place to note down the scriptures as I read them. I'll read each scripture twice so that you can have a chance to write it down. Isaiah 41 verse 10 Isaiah 41 verse 10 Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5 Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5 Jeremiah 29 11 Jeremiah 29 11 Romans 5 2 to 5 Romans chapter 5 2 to 5 Proverbs 
chapter 3 verse 5 to 6 proverbs 3 5 to 6 first john chapter 5 verse 4 first john chapter 5 verse 4 isaiah 40 verse 31 isaiah 40 verse 31 psalms 121 verse 7 to 8 psalms 121 verse 7 to 8 and finally deuteronomy 31 16 deuteronomy 31 16 as you get to read these verses and others that you'll search out and start feeding them into your mind and start meditating on them a metamorphosis kind of process will begin watch it it will begin give it a little time and you'll see the end results please refuse to conform instead be transformed by the renewing of your mind based on God's Word that is contained in the Bible purpose to take control of your thoughts then what will happen is that your actions your emotions your attitudes will follow remember as a man thinketh so is he god bless you and help you through this journey in jesus name amen